Paper Keg Podcast Special Edition Episode Paper Keg Nights Only adult content Talked about this entire episode Put the kids to bed Please, Lord Jesus Uh, book club today is Garth Ennis and Jason Burroughs crossed volume one. We, uh, we don't review comics for kids. We review comics for 45-year-old men, as was quoted the publisher of DC Comics. Uh, that, uh... 43-year-old host named Dale underscore A. First, I just want to congratulate you uh, on getting 400 followers on Twitter. Big day. Oh, my... Well, if truly a, a, a special day, if I have 400 followers, I would... Uh, it would truly finally feel like my birthday that just passed and like a fart Happy in the wind. Birthday, just Happy 45th birthday, by the way. Thank you. It feels, it feels, I feel uh, worn down, like an old rock hammer. Uh, speaking of worn down and wearing women's clothing, <laughs> Jonesy loves beer. Welcome back to the show, Paper Keg Nights Two. Are you Thank excited you. right now? Yeah, I am super. I'm bursting at the seams, much like the woman's leopard print blouse. Uh, I'm attempting to wear for this a very special episode of Paper Keg Nights. Uh, the second time we've ever done Paper Keg Nights, first show we did Black Kiss 2 was our book club. Mm. Controversial. Mm-mm. One of the, probably the most downloaded shows we've ever had. But we put it in the closet. We, we didn't want to overdo it. Along with Dagmar. Um, and Dagmar. We, we felt the time Firmly. was right, you know, for Crossed. People love Crossed. 45-year-old men love Crossed. Something's gonna give. Something's gonna break. Um, so we'll get into it. Everyone has heard something about Cross. It's, you know, it's violent. There's a lot of hard R-ing. Uh I think that's all they've heard. And gesturing. Rep- reprehensible. Reprehensible, maybe, is a, is a word. Revolting, quote. <laughs> alleged quotes. Uh, I, did, uh, I did get questioned why about every 45 seconds... Uh, Saturday night while attempting to read, my wife, would, I would just go, ah, oh, Jesus. <laughs> my wife would be like, what are you reading? Uh, nothing, nothing, no. I'm okay, don't come over here. And you threw the book across the room, hoping that she wouldn't go any further in the question. I snapped the iPad in half over my knee mm-hmm. and burned both halves. I, I had to buy six new iPads this week. So that's our book club later in the show. All books we're going to talk about tonight, this morning, whatever heck time you're listening, will be adult-themed comics. Yeah, if this is your first uh, experience with Paper Keg, we do apologize. It's just something that we have to do. We have these theme shows under contract, uh, contractual obligation, yeah. and uh, we have a myriad. We're going to keep it clean. Of other shows. We're going to keep it clean. It's a PG show. Right? Clean uh, PG 13, if you're looking on video and Jonesy's chest is bare in front of you. <laughs> My heavens. Uh, do we have any comic news? Any adult themed comic news happening in the world today or twenty twelve? Believe it believe it or not, uh I did get something uh forwarded to me just a bit ago, hot off the wire, 
that a a a fan fiction was going to be published about um effing James Franco. Oh my. Right? Yeah. And then so I you know I got to check my source. I can I have to check my sources before I go live with this information. <laughs> February 14th, 2012. Mm. This article was published. <laughs> still uh, breaking so still breaking hearts the world over. <laughs> As far as adult-related uh, comic news, that probably is still breaking because there's not a whole lot coming out. If you could, uh, you could probably find some more news on a, uh, a, a certain comic-related uh, website that also does porn entries. But you'd have to subscribe to their uh, monthly fee to get all that information. Right, and, well, that's forty nine ninety nine just for the news. Yeah, for the monthly asset access. A good looking man. So, other than that, no, uh, no real news this week. I mean, I could talk about, I don't know, other things. Um, but how much did you pay for that blouse? Jonesy loves beer. Oh, eight ninety seven. Hmm. I'll remember the price till the day I die. <laughs> <laughs> they are always rolling back prices over there. Uh, well, we can get into the the comic chatter. You know, yeah, this is what people come here for. I just want to thank. Yeah. Hang on, real quick, listener Matt Lauer. On the Twitter, mm. he picked this out ensemble out for me. Wow! So, uh, man, props to you, Matt. Not even your wife, then? No, she refused to go. I, I don't know why. <laughs> there, there are, for those that don't watch the video, and you know, God bless you. I don't blame you. But Jonesy is sitting in some kind of cellar with like two candles lit in the background. He's wearing <laughs> Bret Hart, Bret the Hitman Hart sunglasses. Uh, Slash UV protectant. Yeah. old person. Uh, leopard print blouse. And what I what appears to be a black shawl, just black imagine silk, that uh, robe, underwear, <laughs> silk underwear, <laughs> and also his do his, it his, dismally, do it slowly. His Dracula skin is shining very <laughs> brightly, though. Uh, Johnsy, what did you read this week? Uh, I read an amazing book uh, by Sir Alan Moore of comics uh, fame called mm-hmm. Lost Girls. You guys heard of this book? I have heard of that, yeah. So, heard of it. Lost Girls is uh, the first volume of the graphic novel that I read is about three um, past, not past their prime, but in their 20s and 30s and older women who, totally um, prime. who tur- it turns out they are the stars of uh, Grimm's Fairy Tales and other uh, publications. Like one's Dorothy Gale from The Wizard of Oz. And one is um, Cinderella, and they all their stories are not their stories. Um, like for instance, the one is Wendy Darling from Peter Pan, and you know her story is she you know Peter flies into her window and they go to Never Neverland and have all these adventures and fight Captain Hook. But in this volume, uh, really Peter Pan was like uh, an orphan that she meets and falls in love with. And Captain Hook is like this pimp that uh, hires Peter as a male prostitute. And really they just have an awful life. And, uh, but (laughs) (laughs) how it happens is like, as these women get older, they kind of romanticize these events in their lives. And that's where we kind of get the fairy tale part of it from. And they all end up being either, I I can't figure it out from the, the story. Maybe I'm not far uh, along enough yet where they, they either are married to or have some kind of 
sexual contract with a man named Harold Potter, Harry Ooh. Potter. And uh, they all have you know sexual misadventures with him. And uh, while they're also telling uh, flashbacks about their past, and it's the art is almost like if you <laughs> opened a real like a grim fairy tale picture book when you were a kid, but every image you looked at was the most inappropriate thing you could possibly imagine <laughs> in that child's like gilded cover uh, flip book. It. I've never really felt wrong reading an adult comic for this show, but there was an immense guilt factor of watching those images that are, you know, the art is essentially for children, and there was nothing for children in this book. What? But, I mean, uh, apparently this book has won some awards. It's pretty well regarded in the adult triple X comic book medium, (laughs) I should say subculture. I don't even know what to call it. So, uh, I mean, if that's your thing, this is like, you know, Alan Moore. So you're going to get, you know, an an interesting story, kind of like a Red Shoe Diaries, Zalman King twist on fairy tales. Maybe if it's up your your alley, check it out. I just can't get over, I can't get over what Jonesy looks like on that camera i just that's why i cackled i looked at the camera for the first time in like 30 seconds i just saw this orb of white with black it all it's just amazing i do it all for you guys you guys don't understand i put a lot of thought and effort into looking as trashy and obscene as i could for this episode you look like uh captain hook is hiring you out as a male (laughs) prostitute he's dressing you up in walmart leopard print (laughs) for his clientele I mean, Pimp Captain Hook has got you addicted. <laughs> I, uh, what did I, I read, um, Sex, number one and two from Image Comics. Hmm. So that just tells you right off the bat what's happening in this episode. I went big. No lie. No lie. Sex. Uh, can we say that word on the, on the air? I guess we can say that. It's PG, yeah, I, I think. Right? Um, it's about a retired, uh, I guess you could say semi-retired superhero Imagine if Bruce Wayne had given up being Batman and retired and kind of some of his villains had also retired and he tried to take Wayne Industries on the on the right path again. You know, he tried to make it successful or continuing to be successful and he's having a really hard time adjusting. So the he goes to kind of this um um, Bunny Ranch, I guess you could say. Mm. And he pays these two women to, you know, do things to each other in front of him. And he just sits there and watches, and he doesn't do anything, but the the Catwoman character in this universe runs the this Bunny Ranch. And they have this kind of awkward encounter about how, you know, what did you expect me to do when you retired? It wasn't as much fun. So... I mean, that was like the majority of what happened in the first issue, but it it was an interesting read on what does a superhero fill that emotional um, area of their life with? Like, what is what what can they fill with such an emotional high that they can't mm. do now with, with superheroing? Which was an interesting insight, I thought. Yeah, and, wow. And, you know, maybe it's a sex addiction. Who knows? Um, so the second issue follows kind of the main villain 
who is now, you know, he doesn't know what to do. He's trying to get back into the underworld and try to continue his reign of terror. And they also show some stuff where the second issue is where he fell in love with, or he started having an affair with the female Catwoman character. And his mother was kind of like the oracle for his superheroing, and she was against it. And so you're starting to see, like, the piecemeal what happened leading up to him stop being a superhero. I, th- I mean, I thought it was interesting. The, the colors are really vibrant. Um, it reminds me of, in terms of how different it is from regular comics, it reminds me of that super, uh, Star Wars Dark Empire stuff, even though I think a lot of people didn't like it. You know, how, like, there was just this large swatch of orange on the page. Yeah. Um, it was interesting. Yeah. I recommend checking it out. Yeah, I had I saw that on the shelf at the uh, the comic book shop in Delaware, and I couldn't have ever told you what the book would have been about. Not, and now, not that I, that's probably every book ever, but I never would have realized it was about superheroes at all. I would have just thought it was another Chaykin-esque Dagmar starring uh, Satellite Sam, mm. debaucherous. The, I mean, let's just get into it. This is Paper Cake Nights. The, yeah. um, I think like the cover of Sex Number One is is this guy sitting on a chair with like his costume on the floor, and just you can just imagine the rest. I mean, issue one. Can we say labes? I guess we can. <laughs> is that a word we can yeah. say? <laughs> yeah. There was a female L floating around in a few issues. What? Um, I mean, you just got you know this this is superhero life. You get into That's it. That's how I imagine it to be. It's just all L's all the time. It's, yeah, it's probably just like Dennis Hoff got bitten by a spider. You know what I mean? It's probably just that's his life. L's, A's. I mean, there's and a bunny ranch and a superhero. The main villain just you know raw dogging it. Um, cat the cat ranch the cat ranch yeah so i recommend it you know it's a different i don't think it's i don't think it's sold in the app you might have to buy that from the web um <laughs> steal it if you have to i don't right. think or go to your local comic shop steal it from the uh, the uh, booksmith when you're 14 or 15 yeah when you years old, when you go to the library go to the library and tell them you want to take out sex number one <laughs> uh Dale why do you need my a. parents phone number what to verify what <laughs> yeah. right uh lucky number 400 tonight How's it going? I read Strange Kiss, number one. Hmm. This is a Warren Ellis property. Hold on. Hold Warren on. Ellis, he's okay. he might be my number one. He's my favorite. And uh, this was it's a the William Gravel saga. It, it, I don't know if he uh, rings any bells over in your comicdom. Uh, okay, so Strange Kiss opens with a car chase, all right? This guy is trying to get out of Dodge big time. He is, he's just plowing into people. The I mean, there's just jaws hanging, hinged, like not connected anymore after the accident. And eventually this, this car crashes into a lamppost. Woman walks up to the car and he, the the guy mutters something like I I I wasn't going to let you do this to me and my family and uh basically <clears throat> that's I think that's why he was implying he was trying to get out of town lady shoots him okay in front of all these people 
and then everybody's gawking, staring. The lady's like, "You want to? What are you staring at? Am I not pretty enough for you, or something?" She cuts off her own face, <laughs> and then slits her own throat in front of everyone. Okay. Luckily, this book is in black and white, and <clears throat> cut to another scene in a hospital, and this guy is like tucked away in a wing of the hospital that um, nobody goes to. William Gravel is like a super; he's like a soldier. He goes into the hospital room and he and he turns out it's his old friend, his old soldier buddy. Right? Mm-hmm. Turns out his old soldier buddy. Um, they've had some crazy times together. They've been Beirut. They've been in Shanghai. Mm-hmm. Everything. Okay, and then he's bragging about how, you know, he's used to be, he's gay. I mean, he used to uh, give it to, he said he gave it to a lot of men, Mm. experimental, over a thousand men. And then he, uh, he's talking about this one last time, this old guy in the bed. He's telling William Gravel how this one last time, I mean, he really got into some (laughs) trouble. He really did it this time. He went into this art gallery and found this nice young man who uh, sweet-talked him the whole night. And uh, he said it was the most amazing experience of his of his life. I mean, it was amazing. It was apocalypse bringing on. Every, oh. I mean, it, he saw fireworks, essentially. And then, <laughs> come to reveal, he's like, this is where it all went wrong, right? Pulls the hospital sheet off, and where his he used to be is a rotted, rotted out hole. My stomach is churning now. I was trying to drink this energy drink. I was reading this. My stomach started churning. <laughs> I mean, it was awful. And so there's this hole where his thing used to be, and his stomach is bloated, and. He makes the most awful <laughs> reference. I gotta find the, the page. Sorry I for mean, ruining Sting for everyone listening forever. <laughs> uh, his stomach's bloated. Uh, William Gravel asks, "What's what's inside you?" I don't know, but I can feel them. I can feel their feet on the walls of my stomach, walking, pacing. <laughs> guys, <laughs> guys, stomach explodes. And all these lizards come flying out of the, his disgusted st- stomach. I mean, this thing, I, th- I lit this book on fire. I cracked it in two and I lit this book on fire. I mean, when I tell you my, st- my stomach is still churning, it was, this was reprehensible. The imagery Left nothing to the imagination, Warren Ellis. Well, who published this? When did it come out? I've never heard of this. This is this is an av- this uh, is another Avatar, Avatar press mm-hmm. book. Avatar. Mm-hmm. I mean, they got that they got that niche market. They got it cornered. People are into that stuff. <laughs> They're into I'm, you know. I'm tearing up. Um, abscessed crotches and lizards <laughs> in your belly. And. <laughs> And then, and then the woman. So the woman on the medical examiner's table, the woman who killed herself in the beginning, has like a 
and like a five foot long lizard inside of her. Jeez. So I mean, so the lizard, happy, the lizard people are making them crazy, like inside of them. What's yeah? I, what it seems like is they are. I didn't go on to the next issue. I can assure you, I just didn't have it the stomach for yeah. it. My birthday weekend. Um, lizards yeah, the lizard there. people are propagating and using people as hosts. And lizards don't have any reason <laughs> for men to have their penises that's, intact I mean, that's anymore. A, that's a known... Rotting, that's the first thing that happens is your penis rots off. That's a known fact. <laughs> lizards hate your genitals. When they impregnate you yeah. with their hundred lizard babies. Whoa, what is that feedback? Good heavens. That's probably Jonesy's blouse. <laughs> Jonesy's recording. Jonesy, I think you're banned from Let's playing behind music. Let's speak behind the curtain. I get text while Jonesy's recording is shutting off for 30 seconds at a time. I mean, any other time, we would just talk about it live, and we would just edit it out of the iTunes product. Jonesy is making me multitask, sending me texts as I'm talking. I want to know how... My, stu- my stomach is churning. I wanna... My stomach is churning right now, Jonesy, because I, you expect me to, to do all this right. while what I'm is, What is the error that's popping up where you just lose 30 seconds? Is it stopping? Are you running out of memory? What's GarageBand no, saying? My, uh, it says, disk too slow. Oh yeah, you. What apps you got open right now, Beb? I closed everything else out. No. It's just uh, Chrome and uh, the the little guitar. Did you uh, Did you leave the tab open where you search for Triple X News? Because <laughs> that that could be a There's big resource hall. Videos playing, gifts at the same time. <laughs> There's no memory left of that laptop. Lightning round. We got we got to move on right now. We got to get into oh, the crosstalk. That's what the world wants to hear. My God! Do they though? Do they? I just verped. I just My verped God! That first issue, uh, two sentences or less. Jonesy loves beer. Another book you read. Lightning round. Trademark. Faust. A pre-spawn, pre-dark uh, adult comic where the hero reminds me of Dark Claw from the Amalgam Amalgam universe. Also with unnecessary question mark sex scenes in it. Smut peddler. <laughs> is the name of the shop that you went to. <laughs> 340 pages of a sex genital filled anthology. If you're looking for a great time, by your lonesome or with friends, uh, you will enjoy this book. Alpha Girl, number one. The cosmetics industry has caused the world to go to H in a H basket. And this girl, I forget her name, has to bust her brother out of juvie and survive in this Rob Guillory-esque styled book with boobs and murder. Period. Second period. That was the second period? 
That was the second sentence period. I want to make a mental note that to look at um, the tape after you mentioned uh, the, the guy's crotch was like a was abscess because Jonesy made a face that looked like <laughs> that exact area was shoved into his face. <laughs> And it was full screen on the tape, so I can't wait to screenshot that I later. I mean, we probably, I probably couldn't even show the panel on YouTube because we would be banned. Oh, YouTube would just grace note that we entire would be shot, banned. and we would be done. Uh, crossed by Garth Ennis and Jason Burroughs. It's happening. We're getting into it right now. Turn, put your headphones on. Yeah, do not let. Uh, Anybody who doesn't read comics in your that, and they know you read comics, and they find out this is a comic, you will be branded as a creep for reading comics. <laughs> Alleged creep, Jonesy, get into it. Crossed. Uh, the world is in apocalypse mode. Instead of being zombies, um. The crossed are supernatural, maybe, creatures uh, that are called the crossed because their hairline, their ears, and their chin all develop this scarring, uh, almost like this these burn marks that form a cross on their face. And they are like no creatures I have ever read in any other medium in the whole summary of my life. Uh they will rip... Not since the Heart Foundation. <laughs> <laughs> Not since he met Jim the Anvil. <laughs> and his dear friend, Davy Boy. <laughs> they will rip um, genitalia off and use it as weapons. They will all form a circle and ejaculate into a bowl so that their bullets will make you into a cross. Uh, and these horrible creatures are starting to learn. They're starting to uh, stop being at such a fever pitch. I guess the the food source or whatever source people is Our you know, are starting to wane. So they're starting to get smarter to go hunting after them. And this uh, particular story follows uh, Cindy, who's like a lone wolf, and her son Patrick. And she kind of leads these survivors away from this particular... <laughs> group of cross led by their leader horse and uh <laughs> horse penis I, you uh, sorry horse sorry penis. horse, horse uh, beep horse C. uh they chase the group as they make it for alaska which they think because of the cold temperatures and uh remoteness uh they might find some sanctuary um yeah crossed it's uh wow if you have never seen a family get mutilated uh, <laughs> while also getting butt effed and <laughs> and having someone um, copulate with a severed wrist hand combination, you will see that <laughs> in this book, in among one. other horrors. <laughs> Depraved. Depraved. It's 
look, this is, uh, you know, look, I get people are intense and love darkness, but this is by far, as a 31-year-old person who has, you know, seen experience Wearing a blouse. (laughs) Wearing a, a silk robe and a blouse for the people. I have never been ex- <laughs> exposed to the way. single-minded way. horror that is crossed. It is truly next level S, uh, <laughs> like Nick Cage eight millimeter wrongness. But even yeah, even like when then, he's, when he's like crouched back and he's like biting on his fist. <laughs> Even when he then, finally finds the tapes, guys, that's what it's like. Yeah, but yeah. even then, eight millimeter didn't really show you anything. That was kind of right. like left to your imagination. The horrors. Yeah, Nick Cage just let us know. Yeah, like his reaction really. told you all yeah. you needed to know. But issue one, I mean, this this guy isn't. They're they're escaping the cross people. He takes his his wife and kid. He's um, some dummy who thinks salt will protect them from these people. So they're, he's like, all right, we just got to hold them off here. We've broken apart from the group. Let's circle. Let's make a salt circle around us. We'll be fine. Next panel, her face is chopped off. Oh. She's getting hard. He's getting hard, like deliverance style. Yeah. And his guts are hanging oh, yeah. out. The kid, guts are the kid's limbs open. are getting cut off, pulled apart. She's dead. I mean, I mean, this is, it's, it's depravity. It is depraved. I don't even know how. I mean, this is... <clears throat> you, picture in your head, like, your what you think your deepest, darkest, creepiest, awful thoughts, and and just throw that in the garbage because that's not even as... I mean, this goes places that you would just never... I mean, never. I mean when you saw Deliverance... Like imagine your uncomfortableness during when he's squealing like a pig, that guy in that deliverance scene. But I mean, there there's like seven parts. There's like seven deliverance scenes in this book. Oh yeah, and it's just super times, uncomfortable. Times a thousand. Like when I first when I first read that, like when I saw that scene, it was just like, oh my god! Like why would I want to read this in a comic book? And it's just, I don't. There's. And and that's and that's what the crossed do. They rove the countryside, and they, I mean, and they. This is how they live. This is what they do. This is what they do. They wear. Like, I mean, and they they wear nothing. I mean, they wear. There's one who was wearing a loincloth and using an electrical cord to tie it together. It was just a flap in the front with an electrical cord tying it, mm-hmm. like uh, like a, like it was a luck flap. Like rhymes with luck, <laughs> luck flap, or like a grape grape flap. I mean, he's just ready for business. These like they, they just they stab, they kill, they get their jollies off, and then then it just goes places. They come across the kindergarten teacher. Oh my god! Who's trying to keep eight kids safe in a bunker? They end up out of some mass confusion. They kill the they they kill the kindergarten teacher because you know it's you know they're just traveling the countryside and things happen you know. But then, I mean, he just Garth Ennis, crazy maniac. These eight kids are going to drag these this tra- these travelers down, 
You know what I mean? They're, they're gonna just, slow them up. Eight mouths. They're gonna feet. slow them up. They're gonna get them all. The, they're gonna get them killed. So they, so the two in the party, they just they kill the kids in their sleep, and two of them wake up, and they kill the and they just shoot the kids. Because I guess when you're in that situation, as dire as it is, I guess that's what you do. But it doesn't need to be told. <laughs> the story doesn't need to be told. No, it doesn't need to be documented. America is not waiting for that page. Uh, no. Oh, well, the, just that portion of the story, Dale, where the page is literally the kids running away from these two people and they're dead ended at a brick wall and the tears and horror on their face. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, it's. Wow. What I mean, what else is this? What else I'm is paging, there to I'm say? I'm paging through, and yeah, that that was a, another super uncomfortable scene where I was just like, I mean, there's like a churn, like the stomach churn when you're yeah, reading, the like stomach oh, churn that just happened. I just saw that happen, and these characters did that. There were several scenes where uh, somebody would say Jesus wept, and I thought about Slim immediately because he always tweets <laughs> Jesus wept. I mean, Jesus would not just weep if he saw this stuff. I'm like, I'm looking at the one. There's another spot where. Jonesy was talking about what did you say? Uh, what did you say? How to describe that guy that was like having intercourse with a guy's foot cadaver? My lord! Yeah, it, I mean, like that's a panel where, like, yeah, God, just like yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They'll just, I mean, they'll, and and yeah, they were like there were there were like eight crossed, slamming off into a bowl of bullets, so the bullets would be tainted, covered. Covered in their crossed, uh, crossed Juice DNA material. <laughs> I mean, it's just it makes your st- like it just makes your stomach turn. And I, honest to God, I was surprised there was a st- a storyline. There were even like two issues where horrendous acts weren't being committed. It was like the story about the survivors. Mm. I mean, th- it's. I think the the book is kind of like trying to be Walking Dead times. Awful, like Walking Dead and Faces of Death, put into some oh, sort yeah. of entertainment of value death. for you. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, there definitely is a Walking Dead vibe. I mean, if you didn't show kind of what the Cross people did, I think you know, I I would have enjoyed it. I would have enjoyed it. Yeah. All, you know, the characters are there's like nothing to. I mean, it is essentially is Walking Dead. The characters mm-hmm. are different. I mean, one of the people in their crew. How about like. They, how about the, when they show the story that what happened to to what's the guy's name Aldrich the black guy? Oh yeah, when he, oh. so oh, his story he it's encountered trick, trick, Ethan. Yeah, he he encountered the cross people. He was at the beach having a great time with his wife and two kids. You know, he's out swimming. The bomb drops, uh, and he's you know he he's not that close to the beach. He sees someone walking up to his wife. She's like, maybe we should go. I'm hearing some bad bad stuff on the news. Guy walks up to his wife, chops her head off. Drops right and off. he's still out in the water. He's like, ah, crap. <laughs> and then they, then there's like five other guys come up, find his two kids. Oh man, they're doing stuff to those kids. My lord, they're dead. They're th- that's the least of their worries at that point. They don't have to worry about anything else. They're getting done up on the beach. And then he finally he needs to swim away. He's like, oh, I guess I got to swim away and save myself. And then lo and behold, wife's head gets thrown at him. Drifts drifts <laughs> underneath him in the water. That guy. God, he did get a bad. I would have. I mean, why even bother living after that? Seeing that happen, good heavens! I would have let myself drown. My mm-hmm. story would have been done. 
My cross special would have been like one page. <laughs> and then the old guy, he's like, he's depressed. Oh my God. So he ends up telling his story. And they're, he tells his story about how he's like, you know, nobody loved him as a kid. And he experimented with boys. So this, the gay guy in the crew is like, oh, yeah, just let it out. You know, we've all been there. <laughs> and then he's uh, like, yeah, okay, thanks. You know, I started hanging out with boys. I started taking them home. And he's like, yep, yep, just keep going. And then I took him home and I tortured him to death. And I kept doing that for years. And then the guy's like, And buried them under my house. <laughs> that got the gay guy's stomach churned for the first time. So then they, they he encountered the cross for the first time because he took one dude home, tied him up, about to kill him, and he, he was crossed. And then, uh, you know, he ends up getting murdered. Good Lord. And then the whole the whole scenario was built between these two characters, this this chick and the dude... This like you know military style steel woman of steel, no emotions. Yeah. She's got this kid that they're trying to protect, and you know you assume that they're gonna like bang at some point. B should I say maybe they're gonna be at B. some point. B um, and that never happens, which I'm fine with because the ending kind of you know the end the end of these characters. From what I'm aware of, these characters are never written about again in Cross. Cross is still ongoing. But these characters are never written about again. And then, so they're, they're, her son gets, like, you know, lost in this river. And they need to go after him. And, and like, these, the, the horse C gets the microphone. And he's like, ah, we found your son. We're, we're effing it. We're, he's dead. We're, our D's are in his A. And they're, and like, you're hearing this over the microphone. So you're like, ah, oh, God, I don't want to hear that. <laughs> and then eventually they catch up and to the and kid. They're trying to convince them that uh, they're trying to convince Cindy that it's not really happening. They're just trying to tease her, right? Oh, they're yeah, trying just to capture the rest of them. Yeah, it's just mind game. So they catch up. They see the kid running with the cross, and they catch up to him, and they they shoot all the cross people, and they catch up to the kid, and he's turned into a cross. So who knows? You don't even know how he turned into a cross. They could have done you don't the thing in the in the A. Mm-hmm. Could have been telling the truth all the whole time. Um, and then oh, the, and he says, "Hey, mommy, you're a C. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, <laughs> like full page splash." He flips his head yeah. around, and he's across, and he calls her a C word. And yeah. then she, of course, has to blow his brains out right in front of everybody. Ugh. How about the the moment when I knew that these people were a bunch of hypocrites for killing the serial killer because they find a dog like outside of a church, and the dog kind of follows them on their way to Alaska. But they also find this like apocalypse nut, like a military nut, like a homegrown mm-hmm. guy who's into guns and like was preparing for this and this that and the third. And uh, he doesn't like I, I want to say his name's Aaron or Andrew. That Cindy's lumberjers, the uh, the guy with glasses. So it's kind of his dog, and the military guy gets on him constantly for it. And the dog begs for food, and he kicks it. And the guy, the glasses guy is just like, "Don't do it again." Don't do it again. Now, bear in mind, they just killed this serial killer because the, he was a bad guy. The guy kicks the dog. He just turns around and shoots him in the face. He's like, I told you not to Absolutely. kick the dog. Like it's. I would have did the same thing. I mean, <laughs> jerk. That guy was a jerk anyway. He, he had a, it coming. He was a big jerk. Jones does be your hater of animals. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. He would have he been kicking the dog. I, I, I actually... The book wasn't as... Um, I don't know what I don't know what word I want to say, but as vile as I was expecting, I think it. 
I think it went down a few notches after the first issue and it tried to like get a story together yeah. about, you know, what do you yeah. do when there's just nothing left and humanity and all this stuff. But Yeah, I I, I had the same thoughts. Like the first issue and 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 or two like shocked the crap out of you like you've never read. But then it's more character driven. Like there's certain there are definitely scenes um, or references in the in the other books, but it's definitely <clears throat> like they grouped they grouped together and they got like the survivor, the groups to, of survivors together and like told their story as best they could. Mm-hmm. Um, which I was really surprised by that because when I talked about crossed, I don't know what issue it was when we did Paper Keg Nights one. I mean, there was a story, but it was just like. Maybe it was just one of those, like, maybe the book goes through peaks and valleys of seeing, you know, books with awful depravity in it. But I, that was, like, top top of the charts, the one I read. It was all kinds of nasty. Yeah, my wife it. actually remembered that you had talked about that issue, and I couldn't remember. So what happened in the issue that you read? Like, what number was that? It was different characters, I guess? Yeah, I think it was in the, the 30s, maybe. And there was, I don't think there were any of these characters in it. They were, like... They were at some like safety compound um, with a moat, and it was kind of like you know very land of the deadish. Like they were safe as long as all the security measures are followed, and then something happens, and um, some guy who was taken prisoner, he was normal, but he was like he had a crossed finger like in his pocket, it was all bloody. He was saving it for the occasion, and he like starts sucking on the finger to get the blood in him, God. and he turns crossed, and then just he lets the other crossed in, and they're just like, there was just like I don't know the guy they took a guy's face and he just like put it on the, it was like wearing his face as a merkin, <laughs> like and his thing was sticking through the face, and it was I mean it was hardcore, <laughs> like it was crazy. But there was, like, no story. I was like, I I mean, I can't believe that there's an ongoing story, but there really is. There, I mean, as crazy and awful as it sounds. I couldn't, like, there was only one female cross member that showed up in, like, issue four or something. And I was curious, like, why aren't there other female members? And by that at that point, like, why aren't they just having sex with her the whole time? And then I thought to myself, like, well, why aren't they just having sex with each other? I mean, because they don't discriminate when they hard are. Right. All the time. Right. So I didn't understand, like, why wouldn't they just go after each other and just have some kind of wild sex cannibal orgy, and then that would be well, the there, end of them. There is one page where they say, like, they watch them from afar, and they are tearing, like, the weaker crossed apart. And I guess it's explained that when there's not humans around, they will go after each other. Hmm. Which is why I think the the premise of the last, you know, act three of this story is that you know, both humans and the crossed are starting to thin out in great numbers where no one's really sure how many people on the other side are still left. Mm-hmm. How about the, I um, mean, I, how about the big cross with Jesus and the, uh, priest crucifixed to yeah, the front of Jesus in the church? He's like, he's facing, he's like tied face forward. Mm-hmm. Oh <laughs> my God. <laughs> I mean, I'm almost Stop. interested to to read the rest of the series to see, like, what levels of, you know, what we read continues or how far can you go? Like, what can you do different that wasn't done in this book? 
Yeah, yeah the, just the creativity behind it all. <clears throat> and the the I mean the art is definitely sufficeable for what they're trying to get across. <clears throat> I noticed that the the super huge like far away splash screens where they're like looking through the binoculars is like a where's Waldo yeah. of awfulness. <laughs> like you'd see like random cross like wandering the streets, but then in the corner there would like be one person like <clears throat> getting like wishboned or you know <laughs> like Chinese finger cuffed between two crossed. Like it was uh bad there in the Where's Waldo esque splash pages. I mean it was just crazy. Crazy. Anything you could imagine is still not as crazy as what's what's in here. Absolutely. I mean, I don't even know how we top crossed in terms of a PK Knights book club. <laughs> maybe this is the last PK Knights then, I don't know. It's we maybe we gotta find something that's just like like just straight porn. You know what I mean? <laughs> Nothing No Dagmar demons. <laughs> You want to watch? You just want to watch some HBO like late at night story. movie, and we can talk about it in a book club. <laughs> yeah, just love story with some lab, maybe <laughs> labs else. I don't know, but you're right. Like where? Where do we go from know. here? Uh, Jonesy, out of five stars, what's your uh, what's your rating? Close I, out this book club. First of all, I don't know if we can do stars. Uh, maybe out of five horses. Uh, I give it four out of five horses. Uh, and the reason it won't get a five out of five is because it does take a while to get the story together. Mm-hmm. It's it's basically very exploitative of everything you can possibly exploit the first two issues. So, And did we talk, I mean, the guy's name, it, they call him Horsey, he calls himself Horsey. It's because he has a horse C in his hand oh, that he uses, he uses like a as scepter. a billy club. Yeah. He beats his coworkers, co-workers with it, and he slaps it around. I mean, that's exactly why they call him that. It's implied that that what he has in his hand uh, is exactly that—a horse. See. Also, the um, the uh, recently there were those variants that came out for Crossed. I think for like Halloween or something. Did, did you see those, Jonesy? The the variant uh, cross covers that stirred up the internet. No, I mean, it was I essentially like that ending to issue one, but in variant form. Like they would oh, show God. like some chick like bent over and some guy shooting arrows into her L. And it was just like, <laughs> why would you ever want to buy those variant covers? Like, good. I, I don't even want to, you know, be public by the fact that I own this now. <laughs> I just don't want I just don't want people to know. I don't want to be on yeah. the grid. Jensen, you're on a people. list now. You're on a list <laughs> on the Internet. Yeah. I mean, it's also. I think it's similar to the blouse wearing list. But listen, this will this one day when I'm you know infamous, these will be in a glass case, like my Captain America room with a shield and a helmet, and a leopard print blouse and a black silk robe. What a show! Could be one of my favorite shows ever. Mm, nice. It was a, it was a good one. Just for, right? I think Jonesy really. I mean, thanks for going above and beyond with the with the female clothing. No, I was happy to help. But the uh, the reaction that Jonesy made at that one scene will I think I might have to print that out and put it on my desk at work. <laughs> oh God, what a oh, show! Hot Paper here, huh? nights. We'll see everybody next week, hopefully. We're not shut down. Yeah.
Did Where you, uh, from? Did you read anything non-adult this week that was worth mentioning? Uh, I read Dare. I have subscriptions to the comic book shop with Daredevil and Superior, so I read those. Uh, do you guys read Daredevil Thirty One? I did. A lot of uh, political, uh, political, um, hot topical news in that issue. All a smokescreen. All a smokescreen just to get us to the last panel. Well, I'm trying to remember. Um, I actually can't remember what happened at the end of that issue. Uh, the um, juror. Oh, that. What was that? The juror. The mystery juror that wasn't a juror. Right. Um, Dale, did you read it yet? I didn't. So I don't want to spoil it. Skip it. Skip it. Skip it. Skip it. Thank you. I appreciate. I appreciate it. Um, what else came out? I read uh, Thor. Thor was pretty amazing. Was Thor came out. That was Just the first Ron Garney issue. Yeah. Which one of Fantastic. you? Which one of you poo pooed me mentioning Ron Garney on Thor? Was that Blousey loves beer? <laughs> I gotta take this. No, excuse me. This thing. Oh my this, uh, word. This robot. We almost made it. <laughs> we almost and made it. It was an off-ed comment at the end of the show. Oh what an God, outfit! This thing my is God, crazy. it looks like you're in the main event of WrestleMania three. <laughs> <laughs> and you're battling, you know, Hulk Hogan or King Kong Bundy for the title right now. That is literally like, yeah, that's something I don't know. Thanks again to Matt Lauer for uh, helping me pick this out. He's his, like a mixture his, between his words were between. Uh, go ahead, Jonesy. But it's leopard print. I'm not really right, looking yeah. for a. It's leopard print though. You gotta wear it. He's like a mix between George the Animal Steel and Gold Dust, maybe. <laughs> Oh, you know what? I forgot. Uh, the new Savage Wolverine came out. I haven't read that yet. Um, your Bacalo was back. Oh yeah, yes, yes, yes. I like that uh, battle. Battle for the Atom is uh, really. I'm digging it. Mm-hmm. Big time, digging it. I do remember Don Garvey from the Echo Rift saying that it, it maybe felt like it was too drawn out, or it could be done in like half the amount of issues, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the uh, probably the Bendis event writing, maybe. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know. I like, yeah, I, I think his point was like the one issue was just very uh, AVX with dialogue and stuff like that. Like there was a lot of with Kitty Pride, right? Like I wonder, I wonder up. if some of these could be like considered kind of tie-ins to how Avengers versus X Men had tie-ins, where semi-important stuff happened out of the main series like Mm -hmm. i mean all these issues had like crazy avx tie-ins but you didn't need it to tag along like the 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 scott and gene runaway episode issue might have could have been a tie-in maybe yeah yeah i can't i'm i'm looking at superior and it's not i deleted it off my device which makes me think i read it but i don't remember what happened in it Oh, I downloaded a bunch of Half Past Danger issues. I forgot about that title. Mm, yeah, I gotta catch up on that. I love that book. Jensen, what are you doing over there? Are you alive? I'm actually uh, remembering to pick up Thor and the uh, digital store. <clears throat> the um, Grab Smut Peddler while you're at it. <laughs> <laughs> it was cool when I tweeted the... Um, I got my Rocketeer Cargo of Doom signed in Baltimore... Um, Stephen Mooney of Half Past Danger fame tweeted me. He's like, "You got to get uh, 
Jordy to sign that because like the Cargo of Doom was the inspiration for his color palette on uh, Half Past Danger. Ooh, nice. It was cool. Jordy Belair. Colorist to the stars. Yeah, I got to get her autograph from my Cargo of Doom big time. I was just reading that she her work really stood out. I think it was Zero. I read Zero from, I think, Image. She mm. did the colors on that. She really brings the level up of a book pretty high. Yeah, and she's doing a ton. Like it just seems like she's doing a lot of work I nowadays. Guess, I just, I guess, colorists can do, you know, a few, a, yeah. a ton of work in a month. That's it for me. Did you do that survey, that Comicsology survey? Oh yeah. Oh, that's right. I, I, saw, your t- I saw your tweets. That was definitely either your it had to be your your set of questions, mm-hmm. or a couple others that I know work for the company. Maybe every time I hear his voice, I think of uh, abscessed crotch. <laughs> uh, have fun carrying that around with you for the rest of your life. I'll finish reading it though. Warren Ellis, you. <laughs> piece of work what's uh what's our next book club don't ask me please <laughs> i have no <laughs> clue there was rumblings of uh five ghosts right i'm yeah, we'll down for that can, we'll see if we can make that uh happen before you know akira, akira's coming up before. fast oh my God. fast Have you been reading any more in uh, James's room, face down, planking his <laughs> carpet while he's been? I was actually sleeping tonight. I was not reading. I actually took a break because Jonesy like scared me into thinking thinking about reading it too soon, too much, too soon. So I stopped, mm-hmm. and now I'm even now I'm more scared that I forgot what the hell I read <laughs> in this time. So, but now I've been uh, watching WWF uh, YouTube channel in his room late at night, watching the classics. You put your headphones on? No, I just keep the volume really low. I'm just going to start watching it, too, because I went to a local wrestling event. It inspired me to just watch the old stuff oh, again, God. just like I did my youth. It's so good. <sighs> There's, it's just too good. I mean, today I watched the 1992 Royal Rumble. They're starting to upload, like, full matches now to their channel. The high quality. Which is amazing. I mean, there's a bunch of stuff out there that's, like, someone recorded on a VHS camcorder on the, in front of their TV. Oof. But, um... This is, in 1992. There's <laughs> just class... There's, there's so much classic stuff out there on YouTube. It's like the... It's, it's pretty much just my WWF app. Mm. So we'll be appearing at the next uh, New Jersey wrestling event. Paper Keg, I think it's gonna... Cannot wait. I mean, we should sh- see if we can sponsor one of these shows. That's what we should I almost do. bought oh that Ray Mysterio mask. If it, weren't, <laughs> if, if it weren't for boy sizes, I would have bought it. <laughs> Hasn't stopped you from buying women's sizes. <laughs> <laughs> you bought two. Mischievous. You you like Is that a mischievous? Together. What's that? I actually, I should have looked at that tag so I knew what it was. <laughs> What line it was? The best. I was going to say it was a uh, Steve Harvey by Steve Harvey. <laughs> the best part is Jonesy's probably wearing high heels while he's sitting down. He just doesn't want to tell us. <laughs> oh, <man. sighs> Not anymore. I just kicked them off. 
pumps, right? Probably, yeah, they're probably sweating to death, man. Toes. That ankle strap's no joke. I don't know how women do with that. <sighs> Who's having a Halloween party out of the three of us? It's got to be one of you two. <laughs> it's uh, You should have got your invitation in the mail. Yeah. I don't believe yeah. that for a second. Well, you should. We don't even have a mailbox. There's no mailboxes yeah. in New Jersey. Just a, a random gunfight breaks out from your apartment, so yeah. they steal the mail. What a show. What? Yeah. This good is one. a good one. Great one. It's a good show. I nice, think the uh, Cross easy. Book Club was uh, horrific. <laughs> that was... Amazingly horrific. Yeah. I think it brought us closer together as a, as a, uh, a podcasting team, trio of friends. Yeah. You never forget something like this. You never forget your first cross. It only strengthens you. It only sets out the strength in you. <laughs>